Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's NFL football, and uh, and yeah, it's uh, it's me and Mr. Williams. No guest this week, but that doesn't matter. Stats Mistress gave us some stats. Me and Mr. Williams, we're old hands at this, so we just get it done. We get it knocked out of the pack. You know we take care of it. YouTube watchers, there's a video for this one. Something to look at. Admittedly, one of those things is my face, but don't let that stop you. While you're over there on the on the YouTube, click that subscribe button. Big love, yeah. Lovely. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. And just like that, they were off. Started with a bang, or a whimper, one of the two. Here we are, Cookie Cast, NFL-based, related, and all of that podcast. I keep moving the freaking camera, and the lovely people won't be able to see my lovely face. I don't want to deprive them of that. Um, I am here. My glamorous co-host, Mr. Paul Williams, is here. How are you, sir? Hola. Miss yeah, fine. I mean, it wintry evening. It's felt autumnal. I believe is the uh, uh, yeah. exact phrase that would be used. Still, uh, still a few, a few short weeks away from official winterness, aren't we? So. Hmm. I suppose, yeah. Few short weeks away from the end of the season. It's probably more than a few, but you know, once we once six. Yeah, once we pass the halfway mark, I'm just counting down the days till you know. Ugh. It'll soon be over. Seven weeks of the regular season left. The, uh, the eagle-eyed or eared amongst you might notice that we have no guest, which means that the guest will be down on points this week. Um, one of our guests is the, the, the original, the OG Sinbin member, um, never to return from the Sinbin lifetime, the, the clock is set to infinite. Um, and the other one is uh, the other one should have been last week's guest, who I'm guessing couldn't face looking at our beautiful faces for another week running. So just me and they couldn't make it two weeks in a row. The uh, the stats mistress did give the the old backhand of oh uh, no guest and I don't even get a cursory invite. It's like pretty sure you're going to the supermarket. Well, yeah, but you know. Still didn't get an invite, did I? Things I have to things I have to deal why, with. Why would she need an invite? She's part of the podcast. I, I feel she may have been facetious. Ah. Uh, oh, do you know what I haven't done? I haven't sent you any lovely, juicy stats. Um. Let's talk about last week. Whilst I off camera rectify the uh, the lack of stats. Well, 
So, as seems to be the case, these uh, these short days, 14 games to pick from. 14. So we had, as, uh, as we've just discussed, we had a guest on last week, Mr. Rob Rafton. He gave us his overall season picks of a Chiefs-Packers Super Bowl matchup. He did. He were he picked the Chiefs to win. He even went uh, he even went a little bit further than any of our other guests. He was a final score. He did. And Loves the final he, score. Uh, and he went with Patrick Mahomes to be the uh, the MVP. Uh, uh, I think at this particular point, the the person the person who's Super Bowl is looking the the weakest of, of all of the picks. Oh, it's absolutely mine. It, it definitely in. It's definitely me, and technically Leanne, as we both picked the exact same Super Bowl. Oh. So we've so we've gone Saints Ravens, and if the Ravens get there, I'll I'll give you the money myself. Uh, as as we often as we often like to say. Uh, they are absolutely not the team they were last season. I said this to someone, I can't remember who I said it to, but I think the loss to the Titans in the playoffs last season is still on his head, is still in his mind. So I don't think he's ever fully got over that. And I think he's still trying to sort of get back to the point he was at. Um, where he needs to sort of get over it and... I don't really know what this, I don't really know what to say. Really, like he, he you, needs to. You see it all the time with quarterbacks, don't you? They get these weird things in the head. Like a number of quarterbacks that go to the Super Bowl and walk away, not you know, they're never the same. Um, you know, mm. could always talk about my favourite. I've literally just seen a video of him. And it makes me instantly angry. It's like, here's an idea. Spend less time doing stupid videos on the internet and more time throwing the freaking football. And then maybe you won't be such a complete and utter joke. <laughs> Points if you can guess who I'm talking about. Stop wearing stupid hats as well, you muppet. Mm. Who do you reckon hates the person more? Do you reckon you hate Cam Newton more than I hate Joe Flacco? You've had a long standard. Yours has been like a steady stream of hatred for Joe Flacco. Whereas, you know, I, as I say every time we have this conversation, I own a Cam Newton jersey. So, you know, I didn't hate him. I didn't always hate him. <sighs> oh, dear. So anyway, 14 games to have picked from last week. 14 games. Um, should we just have a little guess on whether my accumulator was done by the end of the first game? Well, I'll just sh I'll just see if the uh, the camera can see the top top line. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was absolutely over by the shouting as far as the accumulator was concerned by the end of the first game. As is always the case, I'd love to go back and look at how many weeks my accumulator's been over by the end well, of the first. obviously we'll come on to it, but this week's first game I picked last, because I had to really think about it. So, as is always the case for the past... 
Oh well, the Packers are, the Packers didn't let us down last week, but uh, or the week before, sorry. But there's, there's been a not, there's been a number of weeks where the first the first game of the week has let us down. But well, yeah, I mean, it lets me down pretty much every week. So well, exactly. So so yeah, so fourteen games to pick from. There was an outright winner. Unusual. But we'll go. We'll go. Last to first, as you would normally. So, letting the side down slightly. I was going to say, with the worst score of any particular week of picks. But, uh, I would be very wrong. As, uh... Technically, it's a tie. So, in week eight... I believe it was Matt Moore had six out of fourteen picks correct. So Rob ties with Matt Moore for six out of fourteen picks. I believe that is the lowest performance of any of the predictors. Uh, yeah, six out of fourteen looks like it's the lowest. So, sorry, Rob, sorry, Matt, but you're uh, letting the sides down. Uh, next, uh, with seven out of 14 correct picks, it's the podcast host. He's in a bit of a slump recently. It, 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 it was a bad week for, for picks. Um, Everything was all looking so rosy for him as well, and, and he's, he's, hit, he's hit the skids. Well, as, as I like to do, when I, have a, when I hit a rough patch... I like to really mix it up. So uh, this week's predictions all over the shop. Uh, I would have stopped. I'm going to stop predicting against the Dolphins. That's for sure. Well, the question is: Will he be reined in further, or will his uh, will his lead be kept about the same? That is the question. So. Second place had 9 out of 14 picks. First place had 11 out of 14 picks. So in second, following up with their win from last week, is the stats mistress with 9 out of 14 picks correct. Which, for those of you who can do maths, means that... It's happened again. This guy returns to the top of the tree... With a stellar 11 out of 14 picks correct, including. Where's the. There was at least one game that I uh, predicted where no one else picked it. Although, saying that, shout out to Leanne who uh, correctly picked the Giants to beat the Eagles mm. when no one else fancied them. Mm. Yeah, there we go. Big shout out to Mr. Paul Williams who picked the Cardinals to beat the, uh, the, uh, the Bills. A very surprise, surprise. Oh, on the Rams to beat the Seahawks. Let's let's not start poking any bears. I've already had one rant today about the Seahawks. I am determined to try and get through the rest of the day without having a rant about the Seahawks. I believe. Wow. When I was saying about predictions, I believe there might be a surprise prediction of mine this week. Um, because when you hear the when you hear the stat, worst 
defence in the league and you think, hmm, I mean, what are we talking? Are we talking the Jets? Are we talking, well, is it the Browns? Is it the Bengals? Is it... Oh, no, that's right. It's the former LOB, the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, Worst defence in the league. Has given up more points any other defence. So I think that I think they're statistically on pace to be the worst defense of all time. Yeah, they, the they worst, gave the they, worst registered defense. Yeah, they gave the impression that that was the case. They, they <laughs> like red zone on Sunday was very much like. I mean, that they're, they're terrible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It, I'm almost certain that it flashed up a stat saying that they the worst team against the pass was hmm, maybe the Broncos from. A particular season and they said the worst team against the run was the Saints defence from a particular season and on both counts the Seahawks had higher stats per game than those two defences so could be on for a statistically amazing season and as, However, as we know defence wins games so there, I, I feel that to get this far into the season and to have not addressed a terrible defence something's not right there mm. but I'm assuming they might have some injuries get some players back and they might, they might start the season in different but who knows so all that does for the season long stats uh, Leanne still there bringing up the rear with one and a half points or one and a half wins the guest next on two and a half wins I've closed the gap on Mr. Cook, so I now have three wins, three points, and he's still out in the lead with three and a half wins. Three and a half points. It's only a half, though, isn't it? Uh, we need to address the guest who is not here. Uh, it would be remiss of them to not get any points. So can we come up with some kind of system, real, real toot sweet? Where we uh, are able to allot a point of some description, or do we just give a point to the guest this week and make it a real challenge? Oh, he's already no. Well, this was week nine when we also didn't have a guest, and we basically just didn't give them any points. Mm. Yeah, there's 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 we could, that. We could, I suppose, we could give them. The league, the the Pickham's favourites. Although I must admit, uh, I haven't left any space for that. So just a little, a little quick flash for anyone who's eagle-eyed enough to see. No, it's it's fine. Let me let me project myself into the future and see. Because I've just realised there's a week where the guest there's been a, been a week so far where the guest got two picks. Doubling their chances. So, let me jump into the future. Oh well, uh, well, well. Next week's picks are going to be interesting, aren't they? Me versus you. Yeah, that's right. Me versus you. Uh, week after, 
Me versus the stats mistress. So who have you got? Well, I, I, I think we know who you've got next week. Jibs. Mm. JFG. And then either me or you has got... No, hang on. So I've got you next week and Leanne the week after and that's us done. And you've got me next week, surprisingly, and JFG the week after, and that's us done. Right, okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I was trying I was struggling to work that out then. So in Yeah, but then but then obviously it's just it's week, week weeks fourteen to seventeen, we can just get on whoever fancies it, really. I'll I'll definitely be ringing that uh, that that wood munchy bloke. He loves a podcast, does that guy? I tell, I tell you something. I tell you I tell you who, who might be up for coming on again because of the uh, the the thorough enjoyment he seemed to have the previous two occasions. Mister Two Teams Hurler, he might even be up for it again because he seemed to enjoy himself. Who loves a little podcast? Could even do it? like. Uh, like a big bad podcast and get like a, a big four-way death match going or something. Get like a few peeps on. Especially Not like for, you know, that'll sit for the uh, for the for the for the picks. That's 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 gonna that's gonna stretch my my page to breaking point. You might have to go double page. Might or, have to go uh, double page. Yeah. A get, double chalker. Get one of these guys. You have to go. I'll have to go double chalker. Wow. So, whilst we're still in the realms of last week, hopefully you have now received a little uh, little ditty from my good self, which was provided to me by the Stats Mistress, and it was in turn provided to her by Nate Davis of USA Today. Um, He was busy this week, said he's definitely going to get on at some point, it's just, you know, time difference and stuff in it. NFL stats, week 10, 2020 season. The first of those stats is this. The NFC West is the league's most competitive division. The Cardinals, 32-30 win over the Bills. And the Rams' defeat of the Seahawks created a three-way logjam for first place and left all three clubs at 6 and 3 through Ana- though Arizona's 2 and 0 mark in division games technically renders the cards as the NFC West leaders interesting speaking of the cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins hauled in that game winning hail murray yeah. From Cards quarterback Kyle Murray. Play of the year question mark. It was a it was an absolute stonker. Uh I think they've said at five foot nine there is literally no way Kyler Murray could see what he was throwing to. And it was an absolute Hail Mary. Number three. The continued excellence of Murray, sublime consistency of Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, 
Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger's perfect team and recent skid by the Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson has rendered the MVP race wide open. Mm. <sighs> Number four, Wilson is suddenly Mr. Unlimited in the turnover department, committing <laughs> seven in Seattle's two-game slide, Mahomes has limited himself to one this entire season. The Rams sacked Wilson six times on Sunday. Second-year Giants quarterback Daniel Jones has posted consecutive games without a turnover for the first time in his career. Jones also had a 34-yard touchdown run against the Eagles. Three weeks after he turfed himself shy of the goal line in Philadelphia after sprinting 80 yards, Jones's trio of runs of 30-plus yards this season equaled the output of Ravens' counterpart, Lamar Jackson. Uh, and I think my final one... Oh, right, I'm going to give it a go. Because I managed to say it on Sunday. I'm going to give it a go. Ready? Monday will mark one year since Dolphins quarterback Tua Tago V. Aloha. Not really, but... So, on a, on a thing there, it, it's not pronounced anywhere near the way it's spelt. So pr apparently it's pronounced Tonga Vailoa, but there's no ends in it. Yes. So, work that one out if you can. But yeah, Tonga Vailoa. Tonga Vailoa suffered the dislocated hip that prematurely ended his stint with Alabama. But, things have turned out alright. Tungavailoa, improving his record to 3-0 since taking over as Miami's starter by beating the Chargers and fellow 2020 first round pick, Justin Herbert. That is my section of the, uh, of the week 10 stats. Mr. Williams, it's over to you. Well, Andrew, funny you should mention that because Panthers QB, no, hang on. Oh, hang on. The Packers, we'll come to the Panthers later on. The Packers, who struggled to beat the Woeful Jaguars 24-20, failed to score on their opening drive for the first time this season. Of all the teams in the NFL, Washington remains the only one that hasn't scored on any of its opening drives in 2020. The Buccaneers erupted for a season-high 46 points, just a week after being whooped by the Saints. Uh, moving slightly on to injury news briefly... Uh, if Drew Brees has to miss time following his rib injury, it's fortunate that New Orleans' next four games are against teams 
the Eagles, Broncos and two games against the Falcons that each currently have just three wins. The bad news is that the Saints have an unproven backup quarterback in Taysom Hill and a proven turnover machine in backup quarterback Jameis Winston. I was listening to a podcast where uh, they were just saying that when he came in, Winston basically must have just been told, literally, just dump it off to Alvin Kamara or just throw it to anyone who's only like 10 yards away. Don't be going bombing it. Don't be trying to force it into double coverage. Just throw it in there, nice and easy. Don't go 30 and 30. And he was like, you shitter. Yeah, yeah, I've got you, and it's just going like this, straight in there, straight out there, and he's like, so, what I'm hearing is, 30 yarders, nothing but 30 yarders, let's do this. Oh, funny. We continue. Brown's running back, Nick Chubb, played for the first time in six weeks after recovering from a knee injury, and what a difference he makes. He's got Cleveland's only touchdown, and racked up 126 of the team's 231 rushing yards, and a 10-7 squeaker over the Texans. The Browns averaged 109 yards fewer on the ground in the games that Chubb missed and didn't have a single rushing touchdown, which is mental when you consider the still had Kareem Hunt. Because yep. Kareem Hunt is a beast. Indeedy. Pittsburgh is a league high and franchise best 9-0. and Assuming they can take care of Jacksonville in week 11, the Steelers will be 10-0 and heading into their Thanksgiving rematch with the Ravens. The Steelers also now have a sack in 66 consecutive matches, drawing them within three of matching the Buccaneers' all-time record, which obviously is 69. <laughs> and finally on the stats, kudos to Raiders running back and ex-Bronco Devontae Booker, who scored two touchdowns against his former team in Las Vegas' 37-12 blowout. Booker scored two TDs between 2017 and 2019 whilst with Denver. So he managed to uh, equal his entire times total of two years or three seasons in one game. Just a massive one of them to the, uh, the Broncos. Absolutely <laughs> is. Broncos backline. Um, Would you like me to give you some injury news? You can either give us your injuries or I can give you mine. Uh, why I'll, you... I'll, I'll, I'll carry on with the injury news Go and we'll, we'll come back to you then. Go on. So, Panthers QB, Teddy Bridgewater, exited the game in the fourth quarter with an E injury. He'll undergo an MRI uh, within the next few days. Could possibly have it today, well, I don't really know. Initial word on his knee is that it's not serious and he could return as soon as next week. Apparently what they were saying on that was that it wasn't his knee that he absolutely imploded when he was at the Vikings. So that's that's good. Mm. Hopefully it won't be anything other than just maybe a bit of bruising or just a bit of uh, inflammation. Lions wide receiver Danny Amendola suffered a hip injury against Washington. Quarterback Matthew Stafford said after the game that he will need to get x-rays on his thumb. That's Matthew Stafford. Not Donny Amendola. Cardinals tight end Darrell Daniels suffered an ankle injury against the Bills. And finally, 
Ravens tight end Nick Boyle was carried off the field with a knee injury in the third quarter and coach John Harbour has confirmed he will miss the remainder of the season. So they're a bit str- they're struggling a bit the, uh, the, the Ravens with a few injuries at the moment. They're uh, a bit banged up. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're not they're not the only team. There are like teams that are quite notably uh, suffering through injury, um, and then you've got teams that are that stacked that even if they are suffering through injury, they they rarely show it. You know, we, it was very much we were very much aware that the 49ers were struggling with injury because it took out you know X number of people, uh, the Broncos, uh, teams like that. Speaking of the injuries. Uh, Rams kicker Kai Forbath exited Sunday's game early with an ankle injury. Not what you want, being a kicker. Uh, already mentioned, uh, but it is it is in the New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees suffered a ribs injury and did not return against the 49ers. Apparently, there's been a picture uh, of him uh, on not quite a respirator but um like a breathing apparatus of some description uh, like a nebulizer type yeah. thing buffalo bills wide receiver john brown ankle exited early jacksonville jaguars running back chris thompson injured his back against the packers uh, i feel you there bro i've, I've got the old uh, the back injury going so i, I won't be playing sunday either um, something. Do you know something? I had this really weird thing last week. We absolutely rattled through everything, got it all done, tied it up, put to bed, real nice. And I walked away from the podcast. Was like, mm, had no conversation about how everybody was getting on in the fantasy. Like literally no conversation. So as far as the fantasy is concerned, Mister Williams, did you have a win last week? No, Andrew, what happened was my uh, my team finally started to play for the first time this season and uh, uh, unfortunately they, uh, they ran into what can only be described as an unstoppable juggernaut that is Mr. Rob Rafton's team at the moment. If it's any consolation to you, uh, in, in the mini-league I beat Mr. Rafton by one point. Um, the one point... The one-point victories or losses are always... Uh, they're, they're a bit sketchy, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Um, a quick recalculation will soon put uh, put those to bed. That's exactly what I said. I, I said to Rob Monday morning, I was like, these are the ones where I dread a recalculation because you can guarantee they're taking that point off you. Um, I did not have a win. Uh, I went up against another unstoppable juggernaut in uh, Mr. Phil Walls' team. Um, he had some he had some big point players. Uh, just one of those. What I hate is when you've got a player on your team in one fantasy league versus that player in your other fantasy league. And I had exactly that. Nick Chubb, um, yep. Alan Thielen and Diggs. I mean, you, you just can't come up against that. I had, a, what, I had a, what I hate, what I hate more than the playing playing for your team but against the team in a different league. I hate it when you're playing against the same player in both leagues, which I got bitten by this week with the kicker. 
because mm. both teams in both leagues had Ryan Suckup, who got 18 points. And I'm pretty sure I had him in one league the week before, and he'd scored one point, or three points, or whatever it was that he scored. So I was uh, incredibly unhappy that I got shafted by Ryan Suckup. So he can suck off, basically. Uh, let me just double check before I say it. Oh, that's right. Uh, when you've got Kymie Fairburn. Zero. Zero. I actually thought he was going to go to minus points this week. Because he missed. Um, I did the thing that every every fantasy player absolutely loves. I monkeyed around my team so much. And I got it I got it right down. I was like, these are the guys that are going to do the best. I'm not expecting to get a win out of it. But these are the guys that are going to do the best. I had two running backs to pick from. I made the decision. And obviously left all the points sitting on the bench. Thank you, Rex Burkhead. You absolute shitters. So, at least this week we did cover the fantasy. Um, we've got... So it must be me playing Mr. Afton this week and you playing the Sinbin. Um... Obviously, we'll both we'll both have dominating victories this week. Well, me and Tim are uh, me and Tim will be in the uh, what what uh, affectionately gets known as the dross off because it's uh, I'm now holding up the rest of the league because I've managed to hit rock bottom. Where did it all go wrong? Well, I, in fact, I know I know exactly where it went all wrong. It, 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 uh, it went all wrong the second that I entered the draft room. So, for me, it went all wrong when every single decent player was like, "Oh, is that an injury coming uh, coming straight at me?" Wonderful stuff. I'll take that injury. Thank you very much. <sighs> hey, it's the name of the game. That's why we cover off the injuries each week because there are many of them. But week ten, it's got its blanket. It's got his pillow, it's got his teddy bear, it's tucked up, in bed, done. Week 11, it's coming over that hill. And you and I like to predict what those games will look like. And we get other people to come around the fire and predict those games. This week, as mentioned, guest ain't playing this week. So they're going to be down a point, a potential point. Myself, Mr. Williams, and the Stats Mistress have all got our predicting hats on and thrown out some predictions. Anything glaring that's standing out to you? Uh, we got any games where one person has gone one way and the other people have gone the other way? Um, so, first game of the week is the Cardinals at the Seahawks. Now, both myself and your good self have picked the Cardinals mm. to continue their good run. Whereas Leanne has backed the Seahawks to win. Now, as I said earlier, this is the game that I put the most amount of thought into. Because if the Seahawks lose this one, they'll basically be two games, in theory, behind the Cardinals. So they're tied on, they're tied on wins at the moment, but obviously the Cardinals have got the tiebreaker over them because they beat them earlier in the season. So if the Cardinals win this one, like I say, they'll, they'll go to a game ahead of them and they'll have the two-game tiebreaker. So, they'll effectively be sort of... I don't know if that pushes them to sort of like two and a 
half wins ahead or something like that. But so then for the Seahawks to be above them or finish as a higher seed, they would need to end on more wins than the Cardinals would. So part of me wanted to pick the Seahawks, and I was like, eh, but their, their defense is that bad that if Kyler gets running room, he's just gonna he's just gonna run them to bits. Yeah. As I said, it was a difficult pick for me. I agree with you. It was the one I struggled with the most. And more more than anything, I struggled to not put the Seahawks down. You know, I, for, for me, I wanted them to, you know... And, and that's what I... Like I was saying, I've already had a rant today about the Seahawks because that, that was the conversation I had with the stats mistress. It was me saying, I'm not picking the Seahawks this week. And her saying um, that she... She she was unsure, but that was the way she was going. And I was like, worst defense in the league. Um, they they they. F- it feels like a team that they were so tight through those first six games of the season. You know, racking up the wins yeah. and stuff, all that. And it just feels like they've maybe fallen apart a little bit. So it was a difficult pick for me, but I have actually gone the other way. Is there anything else standing out? Um, a little bit of a uh, little bit of differences in opinion on Bengals against the Washington Football Team. Again, both myself and yourself have gone for the Bengals to get a win. Leanne's picked Washington. Same in the Patriots Texans game. Me and you have both picked the Texans. Leanne's picked the Patriots. Um. Interestingly, we've all gone for the Chargers to beat the Jets. This is probably the other one that I had a little bit of a think about. Because I was thinking, well, the Jets aren't going to get many better chances to win another game or to win a game this season. The Chargers should have enough to beat them, but obviously they're both incredibly unfortunate and seem to have a knack of throwing games away. So, uh, I don't know, I was... Mm. I just wasn't too sure on this one. But, um, yeah, you'd like to think that... You'd like to think that the Chargers are just about enough to uh, to really sort of put this one to bed. Um, other than that, there's pretty much a, a consensus of opinion across the board. Titans-Ravens, we've all gone for the Ravens to win, even though they're a bit shaky at the moment. Titans aren't much better, mm. but I don't reckon that's as clean cut as we all think it's going to be. No, uh, and then because... finally, there's a couple of us that have picked the books, and uh, one of us has gone with the Rams in the Monday night game. Again, could make an argument for either side winning that game, but yeah. who knows? Who indeed. That's the name of the game, isn't it? Yeah. You predict to the best of your abilities and ride the wave through the weekend and into uh, into Monday and see if you can uh, walk away with a, a W, or in my That's case, £44. Pounds. Tell you something, the, uh, the, the, the money that I could win has gone down considerably each week. <laughs> it's like, I think it was, it was like hundreds and hundreds of pounds in the first few weeks and now it's like, yeah, we'll give you 40 quid if you win. Alright, cool. Thanks for that. Well, do you, just pick the, do you just pick the team to win or do you pick it on the handicap? I just go with who's going to win of, of the teams, which one's going to win it. 
You should start doing the handicap because your odds will be slightly better. Mm. I won. Uh, I won big money from the Masters dinner. So. Uh... Not when you put a ten p each way. You're probably not going to walk away with a lot of money. Uh, Tiger Woods to be in the top ten and stuff like that. I I saw it as ten, and uh, I should have read it as to go ten shots on a par three. That's what I should, that's what I should have read it as. Ah, oh, what's the, is it? Is it Tin Cup where it's? Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Kevin Costner. Where he's just basically dropping balls and firing him and dropping balls and firing him and dropping balls and firing him. <laughs> it very much had that sort of feel to it. But, um, yep. Can't be, yeah. He got there in the end. And it, it's nice to see that, uh, you know, all professionals can also card a 10 at some point in the, uh, on, on the golf course. So. Yeah. Indeedy doody. Did you notice, actually, speaking of the golf, mm-hmm. did you notice at one point that uh, Scott Hansen covered it on uh, on Red Zone? He was like... He did. If anyone's wondering, if anyone's wondering golf. don't turn over to the golf. Golf's basically done. Right, so not. He's, he's basically just playing with the sand. He's having, he's, he's building a castle. He's he's having a, he's having some tea. Yeah. He's, he's got his own in the bag. Just, just keep it here. Yeah, he's we'll like, don't, don't change it. If you're worried about the golf, uh, just, just leave it here because it's basically done and dusted. Like, cool. I also noticed that Romo didn't have a game this week because I think Jim Nance who's his commentary partner does the golf for CBS so uh-huh. Romo didn't have a game to comment on this week because I was flicking through trying to find him and uh, he wasn't he there he wasn't he there Shame. do you have any other business sir Andrew I have no further business. I don't have any other business. So there we go. Week 10 is in the rearview mirror. Week 11 is coming around the corner. Good luck to you, sir, for your uh, impending games. Thank you. Uh, Same to you, sir. Good luck to everybody listening and all watching. Absolutely. In, in yeah. your individual yeah. games. Yeah. Let us know you're getting on in your fantasy leagues. Right, thank you very much for that, and I will uh, I will let you go. Thank you. Au revoir, folks. So there we go. What do you think to that? Proof that we don't always need a guest, and that we can do it. It's there, right there. Proof. YouTube watchers, do subscribe. It's a big help to the channel, and ultimately it's a big help to you, because it means we can bring you more fantastic content. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, you can drop us a line, let us know how you're getting on in your fancy league, or just say hi, we like a hi. So that's it for this one, until next time I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.